0: Sun Devils fans, it is a Thursday edition of the Lockdown on Sun Devils podcast, talking today essentially about the start of Senior Bowl week, which kicks up next week. But we're going to be previewing that for you today as our own Richie Bradshaw will be there uh, at Mobile in Alabama reporting everything for the ASU Sun Devils. I guess I should say more so along the lines like Rashad White. Then we're going to be talking about the East-West Shrine Bowl, previewing the five Sun Devils playing in that game. And then also talking about a narrative potentially for ASU and essentially not getting enough foul calls, especially as of late. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast.
1: You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Richie you did this yesterday. This is twice this week. That strike two. If I have to do that one more time, I'm I'm going to call your mom. I don't know who to talk to. I don't. I I I I don't know. I just I, let I'm me just speak to your, your manager. Your that's what I need to do. I need to speak to your manager. He's also your manager. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, welcome, Central exactly fans, to a Thursday Thursday edition of the Locked On Central's podcast. Talking to you again about some Senior Bowl information, more so as a preview going into next week. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Uh, especially going into this week. We're going to be giving you everything Rashad White related. Uh, You can find me at Cedrios and find Richie Bradshaw at Richie Brads with a Z36. Make sure to follow our uh, Locked on Sun Devils Twitter page. That's at LO underscore Sun Devils. And we also have content that comes out Monday through Friday for you guys. So make sure to hit subscribe, whether that's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, Stitcher, and now YouTube as well. So make sure you guys never miss an episode of anything Locked on Sun Devils. Now, Richie, this is probably, and I'm going to speak for you here, so definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but the Senior Bowl is something that you have personally gone to now, barring like COVID, uh, kind of nixing that. Essentially, you've now gone to what will be four or five Senior Bowl opportunities in a row. Is that correct? Three, four, five, something along those lines?
1: This will be my fourth in five years. I did not go last year because that was right smack dab in the middle of the pandemic, and I was in the middle of purchasing a house so
0: took last year off,
1: but I I went 2018, 2019, and 2020.
0: So you're saying you have priorities? Whatever. Stop. Whatever. Sounds no, like you quit last Bowl, year is what you did.
1: Uh, senior Bowl is my priority. They call me a mobile legend for
0: a reason, Mr. Drios. Who's they? That's uh, like that well, moment in uh, – sorry, it, it's, um, gosh, old school when Will Ferrell's like, running down the street saying, we're streaking. They're like, who's we? There's just nobody else there. Huh. but you're a legend. You see, Someone called you, a you legend. See,
1: you're a jerk because I would have told you <laughs> that it's more like Ron Burgundy, where he's like, I don't know if you know this, but uh, people know me, kind of a, kind, kind of, of a video. big deal. I I'm yeah. a big deal in Mobile, okay. Like, I, there's there's all sorts of fun stories that we can't really share on this podcast, but for what it's worth, if you do listen to the podcast and you see me out in Mobile, whether it's at draft picks or Vets or even at the stadium watching watching the stuff, I know there's not a lot of you, but please come up and talk to me. I absolutely love talking football, especially Arizona State, and Rashad
0: White in particular. So let's, let's stick with that right there. Rashad White's going to be the only uh, Sun Devils representative going to the Senior Bowl. Kind of maybe walk us through the week of what we should be expecting, like kind of their practice routines, maybe interviewing opportunities, um, and kind of how that's going to go for Rashad so it's going to be very different this year than in years past so this
1: year there's not necessarily a true media day compared to years past where there was there there's very limited opportunities to interview these guys to my knowledge there's no there's actual uh no field access for the media during practices it's more or less you got to go to the sidelines and talk to these guys they specifically save that area for the coaches and the players and the personnel staff and everything like that so it's going to be a very different look this year, but what Rashad is going to be going through is no different than any other year. So there's going to be practices. There's going to be weigh-ins. The weigh-ins are going to be very important for him to see where he's hovering around because it's not so much that we have a, like a concern with how much he weighs or how tall he is, but if he can find a way to stand out in, in a way of like, Oh, he's six one two ten, And look at the way he moves. I mean, that, that's going to get people's attention because sure. Connor. I've been kind of stewing on this comparison for a little while, and call me crazy because of how good he was, but
0: I see a little bit of Arian Foster to Rashad White. Does he have all of his uh ACLs, MCLs, PCLs, LC, like all that stuff? Is looking his hamstrings? Yes, he everything is intact. Unlike Arian, That's good, but.
1: I, that's good. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like may, Maybe it's the rose-colored glasses that I see the Arizona State Sun Devils out of. But I, I do feel like there's a lot of, of Arian Foster to Rashad White's game. And if that's the case, then that's that's going to translate on the practice field in Mobile, man. And there, there's no better opportunity to really increase your draft stock, especially at the very start of the whole process. Like sure. I, I, I'm sure you know this. For the people who don't know anything about the Senior Bowl, they have a trending hashtag that might as well – be trademarked the draft starts in mobile and it literally it literally does it's like the first big point on the map that you go through for the draft process this is where a lot of kids make money just off the top of my head you had you had guys like josh allen really solidified himself as a top Dak 10 prescott. pick Dak prescott made himself a lot of money his son well Redick he only ended up being a fourth a round pick
0: uh dac only ended up being a fourth but still Still, I mean, there
1: there was conversations about whether or not Dak was even draftable. So there 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 were all sorts of opportunities. Uh, Quinn and
0: miners last year. Yes, the
1: the uh, center for the uh, the center Broncos. for the Broncos. Yes, there mm-hmm. there's been all sorts of examples. I think the most famous guy they had was Terry Bradshaw was the number one pick out of Louisiana Tech. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe Walter Payton also went to the senior. Who uh, some some, some old running back? Yeah, so. The Senior Bowl, very prestigious, Connor. It's a, it's a great honor, and I'm I'm super super excited to be able to go out and see Rashad White. I've seen quite a handful of Sun Devil players over the year go to Mobile. I've never been as excited for a Sun Devil as
0: I am with Rashad White. Well, hey man, let's uh, let's kind of talk about his competition as well. So okay. these guys are going to try to make themselves more money, right? They're looking to stand out, but if they're standing out, standing out from what? Right, It's the rest of their competition. So we kind of touched on this uh, on yesterday's podcast, kind of talking about uh, really it was more like Mel Kuyper's rankings of running backs. There's going to be several of them there, Uh, several other running backs probably in that top 10 list that Rashad White's going to be competing against, trying to make himself look a little bit different than just another running back in this draft class.
1: Yeah. So I got this pulled up in front of me from uh, the NCAA's official website, and Mm -hmm. they're calling it the national team compared to the American team, which, Usually, Connor, we see the North versus the South team, although it it gets really jumbled because sometimes ASU is on North and sometimes they're on South, and it's just a big old mess. But this year, Rashad White falls onto what they call the national team. He will be competing at least on his practices because the the West and East don't compete against each other in practice. They only play each other on the Saturday game. But Rashad White will be going up against Hassan Haskins, who is the biggest name here of the national team. He's the running back for Michigan, Tyler Batty. Who's a stud out of Missouri and Abram Smith, another stud out of Baylor. So, oh, I'm sorry. There's a fifth one too. Uh Jerome Ford from Cincinnati. So there's a lot of really good running backs that he's going to be competing against, but honestly, Connor, there's a chance that he walks out as the best running back from that group. So it's just a matter of really showing out and as we'll talk about in just a second, and I'll just allude to it, there is a certain aspect. That Rashad White does
0: better than the rest of these guys that could really come into play. I'd be lying if I said I was very familiar with Jerome Ford, but like, think about that—that that, that Cincinnati, a team that made the playoffs, and their running back is also going to the Senior Bowl. Like, regardless of how successful or unsuccessful ASU was as a team this season, Rashad White's getting that same kind of recognition as a player of, of Ford's caliber as well. So, uh, now Richie, you had just mentioned something Rashad does extremely well. And this is something we talked a little bit about on yesterday's podcast as well, but Rashad White in his essentially like year and a half season and a half with ASU uh, made a a ton of his yardage, a ton of his game up through the air, not just on the ground. So obviously running backs running in between the tackles is definitely a skill that a lot of NFL uh, NFL teams like to have, but Rashad White's not exactly a small guy. So calling him a a scat back kind of receiver, not necessarily uh, the definition of Rashad White either. So Having a solid guy like of his build that can uh, catch passes as well as he does is definitely going to be something where he can stand out from others.
1: 100%, dude. So, I mean, it's the biggest calling card of Rashad White's draft profile, I would tell you, is he's a great outside-the-tackles runner. He can do it between the tackles. He's silky smooth. He has a nose for the end zone. But what's going to make him the most money in this draft class is the fact that he can catch the football. I believe we talked about this The other day on the podcast if not then i definitely brought it up off mic but Mm -hmm. to state it for the record in case i didn't say it on the mic i think the only running back who is a better pure receiver than rashad white in his draft class would be kyron williams out of notre dame and i mean connor that the guys that are going down to mobile this year i don't know that any of them are nearly the receiving back that rashad white is i'm looking at all these names one more time just to double check that i'm not missing anyone and some of them are solid receivers but i mean rashad white could be an elite receiver so that that's where he's going to make his money that and as we know that's his bread and butter that that's what made rashad so good i remember um last year he had um 42 catches for 420 yards Yep, and, 10 yards of catch. Yes, and I remember texting you. I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. And you're like, that's not that's not a lot of uh, – um, Not a lot it? of volume. Volume, I thank you. Yes, not a lot of volume. I was like, hey, man, I'm just saying, like, I got to look out for Rashad White this year. And even I didn't think that he was going to end up becoming what he became. So, like, it just – it turned into one of those perfect storms where it turns out what he flashed was exactly what he was capable of. So, Rashad White, an absolute stud.
0: Definitely. Um, so that is the senior bowl. Now we have five other Sun Devils going to a, a different bowl game, uh, which is essentially is the East West Shrine Bowl. So it doesn't seem to be as flashy as the senior bowl, but it's definitely still something where players can get recognition, still improve their draft stock. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the five Sun Devils on uh, essentially playing in that game. Real Sorry, quick,
1: real quick. I just, I, I need to correct myself because I said that and I immediately knew I was wrong. He had 42 carries for 420 yards, which was 10 yards catch. However, he had eight. Catches. Oh, did you in say four catches? games? Yes,
0: I didn't even but, catch that
1: either. <laughs> but he had eight catches in four games, and he turned it into 151 yards and a touchdown. So he had 18.9 through the air. So again, he he flashed that like upside potential of what he could become, and it turns out that
0: he's exactly what he is. I guess 42 catches in four games would be a little ludicrous. So I was, well, I was thinking the ground too. I just, I, I was going with it. I, I didn't even think about that. Big yikes! Anyways, let's talk about it. the, yeah, let's talk about the East West triangle coming up next, but first we have to talk to you about our friends over at NetSuite. So this is it, Connor, the putt to win the tournament.
1: You sink it and the championships. Yours but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And for the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com locked. Head to netsuite.com locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer. For the number one financial system for growing businesses netsuite.com slash locked
0: thank you so much for making locked on sun devils your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms uh, locked on sun devils connor Drius, richard Bradshaw, talking to you guys here now about the east west shrine bowl so uh different than the senior bowl but now we have five different sun devils playing here richie so uh, again maybe not the same um uh, Flare, i think i just used a different word a couple minutes ago uh, that the senior bowl has but still a, another great opportunity for our sun levels to essentially go and make their mark uh, we've talked about several of them now that have ended up declaring i think we we might not have reported one but essentially in this game we're going to have kellen Deesh, left tackle for arizona state dj davidson who played a uh, defensive tackle for us up the middle that we have inside linebacker darian butler who we've talked about a couple times and then cornerbacks jack jones and chase Lucas. So. Richie, we now have essentially six different Sun Devils, and we haven't even talked about Donovan West, who more than likely is going to get drafted, Uh, but six different Sun Devils who really have some hype to be solid draft picks. I I think we've set that line, what, at like three and a half as of right now? Three and and a half is the concrete number
1: that we have given uh, dozens of times, and at this point, I feel like we just need to market it almost so.
0: Okay, well, I mean, if if we start taking the over easy, we might have to start pushing that up to four and a half. So, yes. Um, But uh, now essentially for the East West Shrine Bowl, I am not as familiar with this as I am the Senior Bowl. Uh, Do we know if all five of those Sun Devils players are going to be on the same team? Like, is that kind of split up generally East West or is it kind of like the Senior Bowl that you were describing? Like sometimes it's North and South and ASU isn't always on the same team.
1: No, that typically Connor is going to be lined up with where, with where you're located. So all of so us should be
0: on the West team.
1: Yes. And all of our Sun Devils are going to be on the same team. So again, you run through those names, DJ Davidson, Tyler Johnson, Chase Lucas, Jack Jones, and Kellen Deesh are all going to be on the West team for the Shrine
0: Bowl. A lot of solid names here. One that caught my eye is also going to be Dorian Thompson Robinson. Uh, Now that one's interesting to me because now I'm I'm just spitballing here, but I thought, wasn't he coming back? Doesn't he have an extra year of eligibility? I could have swore he is coming back. So So, that's weird to me. So we'll have to to talk or we'll have to figure that one out off air. but, But yeah, so still a lot of money to be made for these Sun Devils here. Now, Richie, if I were to highlight maybe one, you were probably maybe most concerned about getting drafted and that's going to differ on the team, right? It's not about stats in college. It's not always about physical build. There are interviews. There are workouts to be done, right? There's so much that goes into it, an actual draft pick. Is there one of these Sun Devils you think essentially has the most to gain from this ball game? I would tell you, like the the most to gain, like
1: just out outstanding the whole week, would probably be Tyler Johnson. Because I feel like you're two corners with Lucas and Jack. Uh, we didn't say Tyler Johnson's name, did we? I don't I know if Tyler Johnson's him.
0: going to this. Is Tyler Johnson I'm not? Looking... No, no, we DJ, have five. So DJ it's, DJ uh, Davidson, it's... Chase Lucas. Unless we're looking at Oh,
1: no, no, you're right. Tyler Johnson isn't there. I I uh, goofed that and I said Darian Butler. Or I said Tyler Johnson instead of Darian Butler. Okay. Okay, well, I was going to say, like unless we're looking at different lists. No, no 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 you're you're totally right so let me amend that i would tell you in that case that darian butler is going to be the guy who can get the most out of this is this is a very mud- muddied uh linebacker class and you see so many fluctuating opinions on where butler is again we talked about yesterday mel kuiper has him as a sixth linebacker in this class but the the draft network has him like outside the top 300 players so i would tell you that if darian butler goes into las vegas and just absolutely dominates the shrine bowl he can walk away as, as like the most successful player from from the Shrine Bowl. Maybe of all the guys there, would be Darian Butler shining brightest and shining the most because he's he's got that talent. Connor, we all know it. This is a Darian Butler stan account, and firmly believe that the the opportunity is in front of him. I think he can seize it, and if he does it, I mean, is, is it too much to say top one hundred?
0: Is that too much? Um, I don't think it's that crazy. I mean, at the end of the day, like no matter what expert you talk to or whose rankings you look at, there are surprise picks in every round. Every single round, mostly by the Raiders. But you do have a, a lot of players taken where it's just like, huh? And, and even if it's a bad pick or not at the time, like you have to let these things play out, right? Give players several years to really see where they fit in the NFL. But because there's times where picks are made and people scratch their heads as to why do they take that guy and they end up being great. So uh, really, it's, it's all about value. Like, go get your guy. You know, and that's exactly what teams are going to go do. I'm not too concerned about Darian Butler, Kellen Deesh, or Jack Jones. Now, as far as like actual NFL draft talent, DJ Davidson and Chase Lucas, I think really need to be focused for this weekend. Um, it's not so much that I think they're bad players. I just think they're less high profile. So um, ideally, they can make the most of this week and essentially make the most money. Because I, as of right now, I don't think either of them are going to uh, the NFL Combine, to my knowledge. So at this point, after the East-West Shrine Bowl, they're probably focusing on their uh, their pro days for ASU, uh, which will be exciting that we'll have six, seven, eight guys that are, are really going to be participating in that. Um, hopefully, uh, essentially going to be on full display for everybody. But DJ Davidson and Chase Lucas, I think, are the guys I would highlight as maybe I'm more concerned about. But can totally see them getting picked a little bit later. Pretty much. So these guys, these guys
1: definitely have a lot to gain, Connor. This is a really good opportunity for them. I know I know the Shrine Bowl doesn't have the same, uh, for lack of a better term, shine Pizazz. that the senior bowl has. Yeah, the pizzazz. It's it's not the sexier of the two, but it it definitely has the intrigue for NFL scouts. There's still gonna be people there just because they're not they're not going to uh Mobile, Alabama for the best barbecue in the whole world at most for for what it's worth, but I mean, neither here nor there. Uh, they, it, there's still the appeal of the sh- of the Shrine Bowl, so don't let people tell you otherwise. The Shrine Bowl is still a very big deal, and there's an opportunity
0: here for five Arizona State Sun Devils to continue improving their draft stock. One more dumb question you might know this off the top of your head. So I, I know it's going to kick off this weekend. All I your they questions have a media... are dumb. I, that's all. That's very true. Um, <laughs> media day begins. I think either. I think it's this Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Then they have practices like this ends. I think right, it, it, it might even go kind of a hand in hand with the uh, the Senior Bowl a little bit. Um, but do we know if like or uh, like what NFL coaches are going to be at this? Like the the Senior Bowl always has uh, a couple NFL coaches. Uh, is it kind of the same thing for the East West Shrine Bowl? Um, I believe it is.
1: I'm honestly not a hundred percent sure. Let Let's take a look because I I got the website. That's more for me right now. Is the More so, from selection. my knowledge, so yes. So, coach selection, blah 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 Well, that's a great question, and I'm glad you asked, Connor.
0: Because normally, so it should be what. uh um, This isn't necessarily breaking news, but uh, uh, Byron Leftwich will be now the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, with the first overall pick. He, I think, is going to be one of the maybe coaches. That, well, they get the playoffs. Actually, I guess I don't know how that works. Normally, it's the uh, first overall pick, right? Um, he's one of the coaches.
1: So not always. So typically they won't let you go. This, this is the case in the senior bowl. I don't know how it works mm-hmm. for the shrine bowl, but sure. when it comes to the senior bowl, they do not let guys uh, coach back to back years just because you're picking first overall. So the Jaguars will not be coaching at the senior. Hey, bowl. it's different guys. <laughs> you're not wrong, but the senior bowl don't care. Sure. So Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, it just it's one of those things. I, I wasn't able to find who the coaches of the Shrine Bowl are. If, if I find them, I'll let you know. But um, w- without sitting here and doodling on my computer for the remainder of the podcast, which
0: I would prefer not to do, but couldn't tell you. Well, uh, again, very excited for those five Sun Devils players going to that game. Uh, a lot to be gained this weekend and in the next week, week and a half, really, for all of our Sun Devils. So hoping the best for them. Now talking to you essentially about the last last two games for, for Arizona State basketball. Uh, the game against USC not so close. Game against Stanford very close. But we're noticing a bit of a pattern. Not so much that it's the reason they're losing both these games, but it, essentially the lack of foul calls for Arizona State side is that an issue? And we'll talk about that more coming up next. But first, we have to talk to you guys about our good friends over at Bet Online. Uh, so Bet Online would like to wish you guys a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Uh, BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't want to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, guys, Richie Bradshaw here, host of the
1: Locked on Sun Devils podcast and the best podcast in the whole world with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. Right now, my listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code SCORE for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the free the app for free and use promo code SCORE for 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. Some people, like myself, who drive a lot, are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no cash. The cash gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time to your bank account, PayPal, or an e card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code SCORE to get 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code SCORE on GetUpside.
0: Locked on Sun Devils, host Connor Driess and Richard Bad Talk coming to you guys for the last part of the podcast today. ASU, they have not had very many free throws over the last two games. Now, they've been efficient with those. Uh, I think against Stanford, they had, they made like seven of nine. And then I think against USC, they went four of five. So overall, they're shooting just under 80% in their last two games. It's very solid as a team, but not a lot of volume. Richie, on the other side, so really quick, that's 14 free-throw attempts. On the other side, they're being, uh, essentially, the uh, two opposing teams have 60 free-throw attempts in the last two games. Now, I understand that all 60 of those free-throws were not, or plenty of those were penalties on ASU's side. Plenty, if not all. That being said, like, technically all. Technically all of them. Technically. Uh, But... In sports, like there is a bit of a human element, especially when it comes to referees, umpires, whatever sort of official we're talking about here. There is a human element of what seems to be subjectiveness. Now, basketball, it feels like there can be calls where they're just a little bit ticky-tacky, but now uh, as far as like maybe some of those ticky-tacky calls, ASU doesn't seem to be getting the same calls that their opponents are getting. And in basketball, whether it's college or the NBA, it feels like, the better teams or the better players kind of have to earn the fouls. It just, it's something that's talked about. It, it gets brought up every now and then, um, like going to the NBA, like LeBron is a great example of a guy who generally gets his foul calls. Um, speaking with maybe some, that is. some potential Suns fans, especially over the last couple of years, uh, where Devin Booker has seemed to earn his, uh, his foul call. So love him. Um, which, as of right now, like, it's just the way that that refereeing seems to go. And they wouldn't necessarily talk about that out loud saying, yeah, of course, that's, that's how we do it. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just been a narrative around basketball for a long, long time. And it seemed to have kind of hit ASU over the past two games.
1: 100%, man. So, but but here's the thing. I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second. And the, as me and you both know, and I, I know you are 100% of this opinion. Is you can't blame the refs for when you're losing games and whatnot, right? But nope. obviously, when you get penalized as many times as Arizona State has, and you put the opposing teams on the line as often as it's happened, it it definitely feels like something's up. So here's what I'll say, and and it goes. This is a double-edged sword. It goes both ways. It goes for ASU committing penalties, and it goes for all the calls that the opposing teams have. It, this is a very famous saying, and I know you've heard it before, and I'm sure our fans have too. One is a fluke. Two is a pattern. So I'm curious, it what, what's going on here? It, are the refs against Arizona State for some god-awful reason? Because heaven knows we just need one more thing to go against us. Or, the more likely option, are the Sun Devils just...
0: Playing really, really sloppy basketball right now. There's. Do you think heaven? Do you think heaven's really in favor of the Sun Devils? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Hey, look, we uh, we're sponsored by Disney, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, and and uh, again, echoing your point, Rich, Zach, we're not, we're not saying that the the refs are necessarily um, like they're definitely not the reason we're losing these games. A lot of what ASU has done to put other teams in line, like they deserve it, but at the same time. We're not going to have the exact same penalties. That's just not going to happen. You would just like to see it a little bit more even than what it has been. And if that's the case, you might have a win against Stanford and maybe a little bit of a closer loss because he got blown out by USC. So it's not like the foul troubles or, or lack of overall foul calls for the reason he didn't win that game. But it's, it's at least a talking point moving forward. Um, at, at the end of the day, are we going to look back on this season if we don't essentially have – An overall great season didn't even quite get to 500 and say, man, the refs just really weren't on our side. No, no, that'd be ridiculous. But it's just, it's the pattern as of right now and something to watch going forward. Because as I had mentioned, if the stars of individual players or the great teams generally get their foul calls, the next four games where they're playing ranked opponents, they could be in trouble. If other teams are getting more foul calls uh, and have more free throw attempts, that's a, a leg up, right? That is an advantage right there. That doesn't even uh, talk. We're not even mentioning the fact that these other teams are already better than ASU as a whole. These other teams don't need that advantage. So, if we continue to see this pattern severely, the way we have over the last two games, it may not be four times the amount. But even still, if it's anything close to three over the next four games, I don't even know what ASU has to do at that point.
1: No, and one hundred percent. And just adding on to our point here is like this: this is the kind of stuff, Connor, that derails anything that you're trying to get going. So. All that momentum that asu has been trying to build up with everything that's been going on you basically can almost throw it out the window right now because they they just they can't figure it out they can't get out of their own way they're constantly tripping over themselves like something's got to give man and right now they're giving a lot of free throw opportunities so they got to clean this stuff up because this isn't feasible we're already inventing ways to lose games right now. The last thing you need is to give the opponents even more opportunities to get easy points on. them.
0: Yep. To to echo your last point there, part of it does fall on ASU for sure. Really, really trying to not uh, get into foul trouble early and often. Um, If they can essentially stay out of it and give the uh, refs a little bit less reason to make these calls, that might be something that's a little bit more advantageous for them as well, but that'll go ahead and do it for us on today's podcast. Richie, do we make an announcement now, or are we just going to leave that over Twitter? No, we're we're going to save it for Twitter. So, like, it's just so, so excited for the
1: Friday's episode. Like, I, I think you guys are going to be so beyond thrilled. Me and Connor are, like, totally humbled and so, so excited for what we got going for you guys for the Friday episode. That's all I'll say, and we'll we'll
0: tease the heck of it on Twitter, too, so... That's just one more reason to follow us on Twitter, right, Connor? Where can they find us? You can find me at Cedrios. You can find Richard Bradshaw at Richard Brads with a Z36. Uh, essentially from our Locked on Sun Devils Twitter page tomorrow, we'll be making an exciting announcement for tomorrow's episode. You can find us at LO underscore Sun We also have content that comes out Monday through Friday for you guys, uh, whether that's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, YouTube, Stitcher. Uh, Monday through Friday, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Never miss an episode, guys. Uh, with that, thank you so much for making us your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets. They're going to be your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. You keep it locked on right here with the Locked On Sun uh, podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.